0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Star's Opinion, The Christian Perspective. Thank you all for listening in today. I hope everyone is doing well. If you are listening on any of the podcast streaming um, platforms go ahead and follow and if you are listening on youtube thank you for coming and listening to me this is um my podcast is an extension of my youtube channel stars conversations so um yeah thank you for stopping by to listen to me if you like what you hear um don't forget to like comment and subscribe and let me know what you guys think about um, my videos in the comments so we can go ahead and converse about those things. So today, um, I wanted to speak about a few things. Um, um, CC Winans has went viral on um, some commentary she said about, not even really about Winnie Houston, but just the um, the things that we allow ourselves to listen to or um s- or to look at and I wanted to also talk about it was a young lady who went to a um church meeting and she pretty much um gave an open rebuke but in a loving way of not being so caught up on titles and positions and things like that which I thought was really good and then also I want to talk about um living in obedience um The ultimate thing um, for us as Christians that we should um, strive to do is to live in obedience and, you know, everything else will flow. Um, And I also saw um, a short little video of um, a lady. Her name is Jackie Green and she talks about living in obedience. So I wanted to talk about that. And the next thing I wanted to talk about is I saw another little short video of an um, Asian man in Singapore. And he talks about the secret to life or um, success. And he said that the missing piece is Jesus Christ, um, better life, better purpose, better me. So I wanted to speak up on speak on all those things so um, let's get right into it so first um, I wanted to talk about CC winens and her commentary she said that um Whitney Houston um offered her to be in the video of I'm every woman but she declined because um she said the song sounds nice but the beginning of the song is I can cast a spell and it doesn't line up with her um core beliefs or her religious beliefs so she declined it but she went ahead on and she did um the song count on me With um, Whitney Houston And a lot of people um, Was like People especially people who call themselves Christians was like girl Please buy." like in the comments or whatever But um, they don't Understand the um, Spiritual implications Of joining yourself Or singing songs or looking at things That does not please God Um, It comes to um, Being Obedient or Being in the will of the Father And doing what the Spirit tells us to do Or not doing what um, the Spirit tells us not to do So a lot of people, um, you know, was saying like Oh, everything doesn't have to be so spiritual or so deep or whatever And, you know, I think that's a deception that um, The devil has um, a chokehold on Christians, modern day Christians, is that they can live in between, that everything is not so deep or spiritual as um, it seems. And that's how we are deceived, right? So she said that. Um, and then we are going to go into the next topic, which is the young lady who went to, um, the church meeting. I don't know where the church meeting was at, but she went to the church meeting and she was 23. Um, she said, and she said that as she sat there, people were more concerned about, you know, um, their titles, who they are, what they are, what they do for the church. It was more so of a government, um, a government entity than like an actual church. And she said the Holy Spirit um, um, had a chokehold on her because she could not leave the meeting without saying what she had to say. And basically what she said is that um, God doesn't care about our titles, that God doesn't care about um, who we are, what we can do, our talents, our gifts that he's given us. He cares about um, our hearts. And one thing that she said is that um, God knows who I am because my heart is broken for him. What matters is God's heart. And I 100% um, agree with her um, about that is that a lot of people get into these positions in church and like, oh, I am first bishop or I'm um, pastor, or I'm assistant pastor, or X, Y, and Z, and their hearts are not in it for the right reasons. Their hearts are not, um, following or chasing after God's heart. Um, they are filled with pride as the Bible says. Um, and Isaiah is that, um, Satan was thrown out of heaven because he led cry, um, infiltrated his heart because he wanted to be God. Um, so, um, God, um, hates the prideful. So when we only care about the title of who I am, oh, I didn't get to, um, I'm the, I'm an evangelist or I'm this or I'm that. If God called you to be those things, great. But if you are more concerned about the title, um, then more, then you are more concerned about the ministry or the work that God has called you to do. It then it doesn't mean anything because, as she said in the video, that God will raise someone else up, and we see that with the, with Saul and David. You know. Saul was more concerned about him being the king of Israel and him pleasing the people instead of him pleasing God. So he went and found someone that was out in the field that was um, a man after God's own heart, which was David. So I, I wholeheartedly agree with her when it comes to that you know our heart has to be broken for God our heart has to want God our heart has to um, chase after God because we seek him um, we pray to him we love him so we should um, um, consider the position or the condition of our hearts is our heart in line with God's will and it brings me to um a point um Matthew chapter 7 when it talks about how people will say on the day of judgment that you know God I did this I prophesied I cast out demons I did this in your name and he says get away from me you workers of iniquity you who break God's laws so um we have to understand that we must be in the will of God we must do the will of God um you know, I saw a small clip of a preacher who says that, um, so what if you're a Christian? What does that mean? Are you like Christ? And he goes on to say that um, most people call themselves Christians, but they don't even know who Jesus is. They don't even know who um, Jesus Christ is as far as, um, are you like him? Do you aspire to be like him are you allowing him to um, break you and mold you and make you into um, an image of who he is and if you are not doing those things then it doesn't matter if you call yourself a Christian because you are not giving yourself unto God for him to make you more like him and I agree with that because rewind if we go back into the comment section when CC Winey says that I'm not singing that because it doesn't line up with what I believe I am, but I am a believer before I am a singer. So I'm not going to sing a song that says I can cast a spell. And a lot of people who call themselves Christians said that she was doing way too much. They told her that she was, um, 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 being um, hypocritical or being judgmental or just uh, various things um, that she, that they said that she was doing. But God calls us to be holy and um, separate from the world. He said, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. So for people who claim that they are Christians and they Disagree with her saying that I'm not going to sing that song, or calling her too deep, or um, too too um, um, religious, or too holier than thou. Then, are you really are you really after Christ? Are you really after God's own heart? Because why would I sing anything that clearly goes against what He says that I should be doing? Right, So a lot of people who claim to be Christians but really don't know the Father, which is why he said, um, depart from me because I never knew you. And you could say, well, I know know you, God. He's like, I don't know you because you never um, came to me to give me your heart. You never came to me for me to make you more like me so i think it's like it just proves it right there that a lot of people say that they're christians but they're not um allowing themselves their hearts to be um purified or to have a contrite heart to be to want what god wants and it goes back to um The man that I saw, the Asian man that I saw in Singapore, he said the missing piece is Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus Christ is um, the reason why he has a better life. Jesus Christ is the reason why he has a better purpose. And Jesus Christ is is why he is a better him or a better me is because that um, he was missing a piece. And most people think like, oh, you know to um to really be happy is to have money not to have a care in the world but he found out that the missing piece is to know God through Jesus Christ and with that him learning um who Jesus Christ is he had a better life he had a better purpose and he was a better person because of Jesus Christ so we have to reevaluate people who call themselves Christians. We have to reevaluate who we are serving. Are we serving ourselves? Are we serving God? Are we serving the the um, the applause of people around us to say, "Oh yeah, you know, um, I like this person," or you know, get the accolades from our peers? Are we striving to be in right standing with? Um, God and who God called us to be. Um, so, yeah, I do believe that the biggest um, deception that the devil is deceiving people and Christians alike is that we can live in between. We can have a little bit of Jesus and then we can have a little bit of the world. And I have been saying this for months is that God is drawing a line between who is for God and who is not for God. He is exposing our hearts and people are commenting what is in their hearts. And so um, you have to make a choice on whether you're going to be for God or whether you're going to be or not for God. And C.C. Winans also says that in the clip that I watch is that is no in between. You have to um, make a choice whether you're going to be for God or whether you're not going to be for God. So that goes into or ties into living in obedience, right? We have to live as Christians. We have to live in obedience of God, which is doing the will of the Father. So when we do the will of the Father, we know who God is and God knows who we are. But if we do not do the will of the Father, then how can he know who we are and how can we know who he is if we're not doing his will so we have to um do his will and in in order for us to do his will we must live in obedience um a great example of a person living in obedience and God opening the flood Um, doors for him as far as blessings is concerned is Job. Job did everything um, in obedience to God and God greatly blessed Job. So if we live in obedience, um, we have the protection of God who protects us from the evil one, which is Satan, right? Um, He puts a hedge around us. Now, that's not to say that we won't go through things. That's not to say that um, bad things won't happen to us because we stay in um, a broken and fallen world until the day Jesus Christ returns and he um, rules with all righteousness. But we have to understand that you know, um, with us living in obedience, um, we know that we are going to be okay because God protects us. He provides for us. He is going to make sure that nothing comes to us to destroy us. And I think that's, um, very imperative to um, building that relationship um, that we have with God. And I always um, want to look at God as, um, well, God is our father, our heavenly father. That's what the Bible says. But I try to relate God to my earthly father. Now, um, I recently found my biological father on Ancestry.com. But I, um, for me to go into the story, I have to tell the whole story in its entirety so it can, um, it can show um, the, the truth of how it happened. So I'll. I'm still praying about that or if I should even, um, indulge into that, um, story. But the reason why I brought that up is because, um, how we relate to God is how we, how we relate to God is how we relate to our earthly father. So if I had an absentee father for whatever reason, um, I think my my relationship with my earthly father is a reflection on how I am going to manage my relationship with my, earth, my heavenly father. How I'm going to re- manage my relationship with God in heaven. So if my father on earth was an abs- absentee father or was a father of condemnation or was a father of anger or was a father of um, just um, abandonment. Or whatever, I am going to relate my relationship that I have with my earthly father to my heavenly father. So this is why God tells us in the Bible that He loves us. He would never leave us. He would never forsake us. That He gives us good gifts because He knows that most of us have um, a, a a distorted. Um, relationship uh, with our earthly fathers. I mean, you have some people who have um, a good relationship with their father. Their father is the provider. The father is their protector. Their father is loving, kind, and their father um, disciplines when necessary. And that That is um, the attributes of our Heavenly Father. He loves us. He protects us. He cares for us. He wants good gifts for us. Um, And then when we need to be disciplined, He disciplined us, but He disciplined us out of love and it makes us a better um, person. So if I have that in my earthly father, then my um, Heavenly Father, my relationship with my Heavenly Father would be... um, parallel to the relationship I have with my earthly father. But if my earthly father was none of those things or it was an absentee father, then when I sin, I think that God doesn't want anything to do with me. Or if I uh, make a mistake, I think that God um, is going to leave me or he's upset with me or he's going to be so mad and he's going to um, abuse me. But God said that is not who I am, you know, I love you and I have made a way for you to be in right standing with me. He is, um, he loves us. The God, the Bible says that God loves us. So the devil uses, um, or he, he uses our distorted relationships with our earthly fathers to paint this idea that, um, that God is the same way um, that our Father is if we had a, an abusive father, or if we had a father who um, was um, full of condemnation, or a father full of anger. You know, you hear people say that, oh, God is mad at me. I must have been doing something wrong because everything is going wrong in my life. No, God is is not mad at you or don't want you to be around him. He said, come to me. I stand at the door and knock at anyone who hears my voice. Let me come in and I will sit with him. So we have to know who we are or know who God is um, when it comes to us. Um, being his children. And when it comes to him being our father, we have to put it in the right perspective um, that he would never leave us. He would never forsake us. The Bible says that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Um, so when we understand who God is, um, as our heavenly father, we can understand or cultivate our relationship with him better because we know that he cares for us. And especially if you have, um, a relationship with your earthly father that was not modeled after who God is or his character, who he is. So Um, I think a lot of us, um, find it hard to live in obedience because we think, oh, we have to do something so God can love us when he loves us just because we don't have to do anything for him to love us. Or I have to constantly, um, fast or I have to constantly, constantly, um, Um, do this or I messed up and God is going to be upset with me. No, did God tell you to tell you to fast? We only should be fasting if God has led us to fast. Um, God gives us good gifts because he's just God. He loves us and he wants wants us to know that he... Does these things because of his love for us, because of his grace and because of his mercy. Now, if you are a parent and your child messes up, you are not going to say, oh, well, I'm not going to feed you because you messed up um, two hours ago. No, like. You're going to feed your child. You're going to love your child. um, You're going to be there for your child. You're not just going to abandon your child because you love them, regardless if they messed up or not. So that's how we have to look at our relationship with God. Yes, we mess up. um, And when we continue to mess up, he will correct us. But that um, that doesn't negate his love for us. So... We have to know who we are to operate. We have to know who we are to God and know who God is to us to be able to live in um, a state of, you know, I am a daughter of God, a daughter of the Most High, or I am a son of God, a son of the Most High. Um, So when we, um, when we, um, realize or understand the capacity of our relationship with God, then we can understand it as um, then we can understand our relationship as a a father and a child and then we won't feel so condemned when we mess up and we strive to do better because we understand who we are in God, who we are in Christ um, so that's one thing that um, I wanted to say is that you know when we live in obedience and obedience to the Father Jesus Christ, um, God the Father, um, through His Son Jesus Christ, that um, we can understand who we are in Him, and then it makes us our it makes the our lives so much. Easier because we understand who we are in Christ and we understand who God is to us through Christ. So, yeah, living only in obedience is living to please God. And when we live to please God, we are living in the will of the Father, and that's how we begin to know who He is. And um, He knows who we are because we saturate ourselves in him so it's all about the condition and the position of um your heart you know is your heart broken for god you know what matters is um what matters. what matters is the condition of your heart So that's all I have to say. Thank you all for listening and watching. And let me know what you guys think in the comments if you're listening on YouTube. And do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will see you guys later. Okay, bye.